Hello, my spontaneous people. This is Shiny Boar here, and welcome to My Culture Mind. This is the show where I talk about anything in the world of modern culture, from music, movies, TV, food, and all that stuff. And today, we'll be talking about Star Wars Visions. Um, this is one of the Star Wars shows that people have been um, pretty excited about or intrigued uh, with the combination of Japanese anime ver- um, or, or anime, whatever you want to... <laughs> Uh, how, however you want to pronounce it, and uh, and Star Wars, so that was something that many people were intrigued to watch, uh, and also there's gonna there's a lot to talk about on the rundown. So yeah, uh, but before I get started, if you are new to the podcast, thank you so much for listening today. This podcast is available on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, and wherever you can get your podcasts. Um, uh, before I go into the rundown, I just want to acknowledge how some of the things that I've discussed are usually spoiler talks, um, usually more of the geeky side, like, you know, more of, like, movies and TV. Um, when it comes to music and food, or in, like, you know, like, I always, uh, like, say those things, usually those things come from time to time, and, and it doesn't mean that I, you know, I don't have anything to talk about on that it's just that like whatever comes to my mind is the main topic of the day however there are some music stuff that i really want to talk about and it's also um some some food stuff as well actually um uh, for example the la county fair is actually happening right now well they call it the bite-sized fair so (laughs) let me just show you a quick story of like my experience there so if you've been to the la county fair or if you've been uh if you're around the uh the la area los angeles area um we always have a fair that's around september between september october um around those times so it was one of the biggest events however due to covid they can only do uh, do one like a smaller version called the bite size fair there is still food and rides and i think that's a good alternative to those who who really want to go but they missed the fair so but they really uh they pushed it off for the official fair the official fair is going to be in may uh, this upcoming May in 2022, so that is also something to look forward to, so, um, yeah, I, I'm really excited for that, and, uh, the food's great, you know, <laughs> it's the most di- diabetic food that you can ever have, I had, oh my god, cheesy bacon bombs, that is really, um, man, my, my stomach just got bloated just by, just thinking about it, it is, the most diabetic thing I could ever have is basically, it's like cheese, and then there's dough, and then it's wrapped in bacon, and there's still some, like, garlic parmesan seasoning, and I'm like, bro, like, then they only have, and these are small, these are very, uh, these are small, but they are packed with calories, <laughs> um, and I know some people are grossed out by it. I think it's delicious, but it's also, it made me feel like I, I needed some sort of refresher. Like, I got a Dole Whip. I needed a Dole Whip. Um, if you don't know what a Dole Whip is, um, if you don't, uh, Dole is the the company that, like, you know, makes those fruit juices. And then, like, they just have, like, this Dole Whip 
and I always get the lemon one because I, I like uh, lemon and uh, sometimes they do have orange but they have the lemon one so it was just a refreshing thing that I needed from all that fat <laughs> so yeah if, you, if you're in the LA area you have until tomorrow um, uh, uh, September 26th is the last day you could purchase tickets if they're still on sale if they're still on sale there are limited capacity that's why it's called the ba- uh, bite size fair they have like a they have like a vacancy so please get it um, if you're really interested go ahead and you know, you know try to get as much ticket uh, tickets as you can it, the tickets are like two dollars and parking is ten so if you're interested, um, go um, go to that. Wow, that's been a while since I had a food-related <laughs> uh, topic. Also, for music, for music, I also have... Uh, <laughs> when it comes to music, it always comes back to this band, Big Time Rush. Big Time Rush is back, and I've already talked about their comeback tour in Chicago and New York. But they released uh, on their IG, on their Instagram, they released um, a snippet, a tease of their new song, uh, Giving You Up. Like, it's it's pretty catchy. It, it definitely sounds like as if, like, Big Time Rush, like, you know, grew up. It reminded me of when, um, I'm still having thoughts about, like, when the Jonas Brothers came back. Like, like their sound is different. Um, so, I... It's totally understandable how Big Time Rush, their sound is different. I but I want to hear the whole song. I'm really excited for it. Um, yeah, so go check out that little snippet. It is something, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's worth a listen, at least for me. <laughs> also, um, <laughs> um, the internet is <laughs> really, <laughs> the internet's just really trolling on this so nintendo released the announcement of the super here the super mario movie and they were so people were (laughs) people were bashing not really bashing it's just it's just so funny how the the cast of the super mario movie and that is Wow, they just...
celebrities. We need celebrities. Let's get him into the super, superhero Super Mario movie. Um, but it is intriguing. It is intriguing. Also, um, I am a... Uh, I am a Whovian, or at least uh, I'm more of a Doctor Who fan than a Whovian, um, because I like to watch the show, but I'm not like, it's like diehard, however, <laughs> however, I have a TARDIS in my room, yes, I have a TARDIS in my room, I built that TARDIS, and I decided I want this in my room, but anyways, um, Russell T. Davies, uh, Davis, um, he is returning as the showrunner for 2023 for the uh, 60th anniversary of Doctor Who. I am so excited, so excited to hear this because I love Russell T. Russell T, he, he really added, um, when he started the show, when he started the show on uh, 2005 with the ninth Doctor, Christo uh, Christopher Eccleston, he really did something for for Doctor Who, and that is bringing Doctor Who to a new audience, and that was, it was such a delight, and like his take, yes, like, you know, some of it's cheesy, but at the same time, the heart was there, and that's what matters, these connections, these relationships, it's not about, like, you know, the gravity of the, the, um, but it's more about the lore, the actual lore of Doctor Who, and and then um, how each character really just it just blends together, really. Like relationships with Rose Tyler, and then um, Martha, uh, I think Martha Jones, and then um, and then they brought back um, uh, Sarah, uh, Sarah Jane Smith. That was a uh, that was amazing. Uh, so I'm right now. I am bi um, binge watching or rewatching all Doctor Who episodes, including Christmas specials. So that is something that I'm very excited to see uh, to do because now I'm getting to, um, I have the opportunity to relive my love for Doctor Who, and I'm watching it on HBO Max. So to hear Russell T uh, Russell T returning to Doctor Who that. I believe it's going, it really is going to save the franchise. Now, don't get me wrong, I love the 13th Doctor. I love, um, I love, jo uh, uh, Jodie Whittaker. Um, she is, she is a fantastic actress, and I think she is a fantastic Doctor. I just think it's the writing. The writing has been, I don't want to say, sl uh, I think it's more of like out, all over the place. We don't know what's the goal. Like I think um, her second season, um, her second season as the Doctor. I think that was where she. They're really going towards like what kind of direction we want to go for this character. S like for example, like uh, with her and the Master, it's like. Um, they're really trying to figure out how do we how do we care for this like how do we define her as the doctor and that could have been her moment however i just think it's the writing i just think it's the writing and uh, many people would agree that um some people some people might say like you know uh, jody whitaker is not really a great doctor but i think it's always blinded by the writing I think she she did a fantastic job because of what she's given. 
what she's given, and I think she could have done so much more, so much more, um, and add more gravity to the character, so, but we'll see, we'll just have to wait and see, and finally, on the rundown, we have Fantastic Beast 3, um, they have the, t- the title now, the Secrets of Dumbledore, and the movie is going to be released three months early, three months early, it's supposed to be re- released in July 2022, but now it's going to be released in April 22nd, 2022, so that is something I'm looking forward to, now, now, I understand that people are not fans of the Fantastic Beasts uh, movies because of it doesn't compare to the Harry Potter films. People are questioning about continuity errors, but at the same time, Harry Potter was like that. Like at least in the movies, in the movies, like you know, the continuity didn't make sense. Some things, like for example, where did Harry get the mirror? They didn't explain it that much, uh, or like the uh, you know. Serious black shard or, or something something there is a lot of like storytelling continuity errors in that too but it's it's also unfortunate that like you know this franchise or at least the fantastic beasts franchise is getting the bash like you know oh it doesn't um it doesn't relate to the books or whatever like you know this is all totally new and a lot of people were upset that professor mcgonagall was featured in fantastic beasts 2 um, because, like, someone said, like, she's not supposed to be born yet, or something like that, but, but think about, uh, but I went back to the wiki, uh, not the Wikipedia page, but the, um, just the facts about Professor McGonagall, now, now her, her birthday is basically unknown, we don't know, um, we don't know for sure of, uh, of when um, she was actually born. However, in the movies, they did show her birthday about like uh, like Professor McGonagall um, as a as a Quidditch player. So that is something that um, you know. Those are just movies. Those are just movies. Anyways, <laughs> I'm ra- I'm just rambling over um, all that. But anyways. I think, um, I am excited, I'm a little upset that Johnny, no, uh, I'm pretty, uh, I'll just say a little bit upset, that Johnny Depp will not be returning as Grindelwald, but at the same time, at the same time, I also like Mads Mikkelsen, Mads Mikkelsen is a great actor, um, it's just that Johnny Depp already solidified how terrifying he could be, so, who knows? Who knows what he will bring to the, uh, Mads Mikkelsen will bring to the character. I'm not gonna say what happened behind the scenes or my thoughts about it. I it's because I don't know all the facts. I really don't know all the facts about that whole situation. However, however, I I do think that Johnny Depp really did a great job, and I hope I. <sighs> I don't know, man. Like, they can't return him now. And it will be a disservice to Mad, uh, Mads Mikkelsen, too. Um, I think he would be a tr- would do a tremendous job. And I want to see the um, relationship um, between him and um, Jude Law. I think him, um, Mads Mikkelsen, and Jude Law, with the Dumbledore and Grindelwald 
um, relationship, I think they could pull it off. I really think they could. So, we'll just have to wait and see. The Secrets of Dumbledore. Um, that also could be related to Credence as well. But I don't know how they're gonna, <laughs> like, you know, go with that. I, I, I think it's just a fluke. I, I really think it's a fluke. I don't think it's true that he is, like, you know, this is your brother. I don't know. Um, but <laughs> we'll just have to see the movie. Or at least for me, I'll just see the movie. Alright, now to the main topic of the day. Star Wars Visions. Now, this is not gonna be a spoiler talk because there's not really... There's not much really to to discuss. It's all about um, just my general thoughts about the the show in general. I think this was a smart idea to incorporate um, Japanese art with Star Wars because you know George Lucas was influenced by like old Japanese movies like The Seven Samurai, and there's a lot of influence in this, um, I, I think it really blends in really well, um, some, some stories didn't work for me, uh, here's, here's what I'm gonna say, the first episode, um, the duel, wow, it is, it's simple, it's more of an artistic approach, I watched, okay, so, I didn't watch it English dub, because I, I, I didn't think, um, I just didn't think I would enjoy English dub. I, I, I because even though I, I think that they do have you know great English dub actors, I just think that I didn't want to watch. I didn't want to watch it for like the sake of like you know Star Wars, even though it is a Star Wars show. I just want to watch it for what was originally intended, and that was with like you know Japanese dialogue, and I. I really wanted to see what this is the creator's visions of like, you know, of these characters with the I, I just think it's it would sound better. Um a lot of people didn't enjoy many of these episodes. I think maybe because they watched an English dub. For some reason watching it in Eng uh, in um in the Japanese dubbed it, it just adds something. It it adds that oomph. At least for me. At least for me. Um, not, uh, but the the English dub. I heard some of it. It was actually pretty good. Um, but, but anyways, the duel. I think that was. I think it's one of my favorites. It is one of my favorites because of the uh, the art style. The art style really gives me um, that lone samurai, you know, wanderer feeling. I, I really liked it. I really did. Um, the Tatooine Rhapsody, this is the second episode, although it is, you know, cheesy, um, it is cheesy, and it's more kid-friendly, um, and it just feels like, you know, just a regular, you know, like, you know, filler episode, I think it's enjoyable, I, I think it's enjoyable, um, I didn't hate it, it's just not my favorite, but I did like the song. It was it was a it was a kick-ass song. Um, so episode three, the twins. I really liked uh, episode three, um, mostly because I wasn't thinking about lore. I was just shutting off my brain, especially with the moments when, like, one of the twins. I think his name is. Oh, I forgot his. Um, 
Oh man, I I really forgot the the boy's name. But the boy, like you know, he started breathing in space. I don't know if there are like some you know some shields, uh, uh, some shields that allow them to breathe. But also there was a there was a moment when the robot, a robot needed, uh, a helmet to breathe, which is like what? Like they, <laughs> I I think I think they did the uh, you know force breathe thing that Leia did in The Last Jedi, that's just my, you know, like, you know, headcanon, uh, headcanon or, like, head logic that that's what they did, maybe, but they're really powerful, the fight scenes, the, the fight scene in this was really uh, phenomenal, so, so, yeah, um, The Village Bride, um, that was episode four, I, not, uh, it's not bad. I feel like this one's more the boring. It felt more boring to me, uh, and there was, and there wasn't really much fighting. Um, there wasn't really much fighting. It's just like showing off, like you know that you know, this woman is a Jedi. Um, but it it is what it is. I, I did like the artwork. Um. It, it gives me, like, for some reason, Sword Art Online. It gives me, like, those Sword Art Online type of vibes. But, yeah, that's that's just how I feel about it. it it's not a bad episode, just not my favorite. Uh, episode 5, though. The Ninth Jedi. That! The uh, the art and the fight choreography and the, the story. And this is more, like, far into the future. More far into the future where even lightsabers are hard to find. And, like, the Jedi Order is, like, basically gone. This is probably, like, way farther into the future of, like, there's no more Luke or anything like that. So, I, it, this is just a very interesting story. And there and the twist. I love the twist in this episode. This is one of the longer episodes, like, you know, 22 minutes. It's just... They had a good twist I did not expect, and that was... I, I really enjoyed it really much. And I love the concept of how um, a lightsaber smith... There's a lightsaber smith where he he basically augmented or, like, you know... Um, basically tampered with the, uh, the kyber crystals so that when a Jedi finally uses the lightsaber, it will go into the color of their, you know, Jedi presence or like, you know, like, uh, you know, it will choose their color for them. And, and there was this, this, uh, the ninth Jedi, she was, um, she did not have like a color. And that's really interesting. Like, the color is just... She has a clear lightsaber. That is something I've never seen before. So... I think it's one of the more... Like, one of the best well-written storylines out of all this... Out of all the shorts. So, I think the ninth Jedi was one of my favorites. Episode 6, T.O.B. 1. Um... It gives me that um, Astro Boy sort of feeling. It definitely has that hair, you know, or, you know, that little thing on top of his head. It gives me that Astro Boy feel. Um, so it is a, uh, you know, cybernetic boy who dreams of being a Jedi. And, and the, in the Japanese dubbed, 
I can't believe it. It, it, and I, I recognize that voice, this has got to be the voice actress for Goku in Dragon Ball, I was like, like, there's a very distinct voice, like, you know, like, you know, that, like, it really sounded like Goku, and, um, as much as, like, how cheesy it is, the fight scenes in this, the fight scene at the end, really good, really good, even though it's not my favorite, I will applaud for the fight scene, it is really good, I, I really, um, I enjoyed it very much, the elder though, that's episode 7, the elder, that is creepy, the elder is creepy, and they didn't say that he's a Sith, but it is definitely one of, the artwork itself, the art itself, brilliant, It, it, it is a brilliant artwork, um, it gives me that Anakin, and imagine if, Qui-Gon was, you know, Qui-Gon was, um, the, the Jedi Master, so, I'm, I get that feeling of, it's just, like, Anakin and, uh, not Obi-Wan, not Obi-Wan, it's more of, like, a Qui-Gon feeling, so, go check that out, that is one of the, one of the best ones so far, and then, episode 8, Lop and Ocho, I actually enjoy this. Not many people enjoyed it because of, uh, mostly because of like, you know, it's, it's like, it's like a, like a human rabbit thing and people would get like turned off by that, but I actually enjoyed it. I actually did. Um, mostly because of the importance of family. And I think the artwork itself, the, I, I believe the artwork was really well done. Um, I just think that, I think that one is more of an acquired taste for some people. Like, the fight, but the fight scenes were fantastic. Um, there's this whole thing about, like, the, there's a whole running theme of honor and code, that sort of thing. Um, I, I really like how that resonates throughout all these episodes. Or, or, like, you know, there's like, there's like an added mystery to it, so I really like that. And then episode 9, Akakiri, um, not my favorite, mostly because of, there's not much fight scenes, um, there is, but, like, it's not the best, um, I think it's more of a love story, it, it was, uh, it was sort of a love story, but at the end, it was very somber, it, it had a somber ending, uh, I can tell you that, um, and the artwork, I wasn't really a fan of. The the artwork, the, the artwork is good. It's just not my preference. But still, I think it is uh, a pretty. It's just solid. Um, if I if I could give a rating for, um, Star Wars Visions as a whole, it's a solid. It's a solid show. It gives. It really invites like you know imagination and creativity. And that's what I love about Star Wars Visions. And there's there's a chance I might rewatch it again. You know, just like in maybe some certain episodes. But but yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. I, I had a good time. It's a good two to three hour binge. You know, no, um, not over three hours though. Um, it's 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 like watching a movie. Um, it reminds me of 
Um, if you know the the Batman Gotham Knight movie, which is or not movie, but it's more of like they had separate separate um uh like episodes. They had episodes from different uh, Japanese um, art styles, and it's really it's really a, a interesting take on what Batman is. So go check that out as well and that, i feel like that's the same thing what they did for star wars vision so go check out these episodes um i wish like for star wars visions they created some kind of show where it, like they added some continuity some like you know some continuations because i i really like these stories and i want to see where they go forward so we'll just see what we have to offer and like hear the response and if it's something that the studio wants to continue but i'm just glad that they give that a chance um i'm really glad they did that all right now time for some real talk um i've dealt with this for a long time or i don't want to say long time (laughs) um i've been single I've been single for like for two years and and people been um not people but there's always this pressure of you know longing for a relationship or being in a relationship um and when you see people being happy with their loved one and also if you broke up with someone and you see your ex like you know being happy either on their own or if they're going on a date that is something that like you know that can be triggering to some you know like you know to some people who are still struggling and they just can't cope of being alone however i really wanted to do a shout out to this youtuber uh, justin brown he's from australia and he really uh, he's like age 40 but he embraced the 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 commitment of being single and that doesn't for some people might think like oh that just means like you want to be stay single forever or being alone forever i think there's like a misconception of that i think what he meant by committing to staying single that means you are not longing for a relationship that you are committed to focusing on yourself for yourself and not for anyone else so and I think that allows me to understand what kind of person that I am because I'm still trying to figure that out. Like recently, I just so happened to embrace the freedom that I have. Um, a lot of people want to put the pressure of, you know, you're uh, fulfilling your potential, find your passion, your purpose that like, I'm like, I, I don't have time for that, really. And like, you know, you go, if you have a dream, go do it. It's just like, I don't have that typical dream. I just don't. Um, in college, I, I probably didn't. There, there, there are stuff that I want. There are stuff that I want, but is it a dream? Or is it is it something that I'm longing for? What do I if if I could think about what do I want in life? Like I I don't know. I I just like the freedom that I have, or maybe not like you know complete complete freedom, but more of like a stress free sort of environment where I get to like 
experiment or explore the things that I want. Do I have a lot of money? No, I don't. But I think that also teaches me to be smart about my money, how I spend it. Um, I work minimum wage. I work minimum wage and I work in childcare and I'm not getting paid enough. Or, or at least not the, the typical nine to five job, um, wage. And I'm just, um, and for some reason, the pressure, if I feel like if I earn a certain income, I should be more happy, right? Like, you know, there's that notion of like, the more money you make, the more happy you could be, right? But at the same time, if I work more hours, if I work more hours just to get that bread, but at this, like, if I don't enjoy the, the time that I've spent, then what was it all for? Just gaining a, um, gaining a few extra dollars? Don't get me wrong, you know, adding a few extra dollars is good, but at the same time, it also teaches me the things that I'm spending and the things that I want. And once I finally attain it, what is the result? What is, what is the result of like longing for something that you want? And when you finally achieve it, does that make you happy? Or does that maintain some sort of happiness? Like, will it add value? And I have to question myself, maybe not. It's something nice to have, but is it something that I really want to work towards, you know, for like in the long run? Or like, is that some, for example, there's this thing like a collectible that I really wanted, but it's very expensive. And I thought to myself at first, that if I work really hard, or not work really hard, but like if I save enough, if I save enough, then I could finally get this thing. However, there is also the value of spending time with loved ones or people that you care about, and I I value that more than than probably that thing that I wanted because. There is something about spending on experiences, and I, to be honest, I'd rather spend on experiences than the, you know, collecting. Um, don't get me wrong, I love collecting stuff. Like I love buying stuff that represents my love for something. But at the same time, at the same time, I rather hold on that. I rather save and gain, you know, earn ten thousand dollars in my savings so that I can spend on not blow it off but just to save it for something special and and yeah and and, and also but it doesn't does it feel like um does it mean that I gave up on becoming a teacher or a professor did I give up on that no I haven't given up on you know obtaining a master's degree and credentials I just know that it's going to take a long time for me a lot of people i've seen people who are like like they reached a certain age like you know they're already in their 40s or their 50s and they just earned their bachelor's degree only and and to be honest like they look happy they looked very happy and the reason why they did that is because they they were being smart i'd rather live a smart life Yes, there are going to be risks. 
there are going to be risks, but there's also, I feel like there is risks, and there are times when you're just being stupid, um, so, I'd rather, even though it can be risky, at the same time, I'd rather be smart about it too, so, um, and I'm not, and I'm not giving up on those type of things, I'm just at a good place where, where I can earn a little bit, and it's so funny how I have family members who work at, like, you know, nine to five, and they earn more ink, and then gain more income than I do, but, but they're still requesting for more money, and that is something that I find intriguing, because I, I, I'm able to support myself, buy my own food, um, you know, you know, purchase my own gas, and paying for, for, for subscription services, or that sort of thing, I get to do that on my own without much of the struggle, am I going to Universal Studios every single day, or, um, or am I going to the Warner Brothers studio, or that sort of thing, or am I going to Disneyland, or, uh, am I doing all those things, no, no, um, those are great experiences, but I also feel like, I feel like I'm gonna go by myself sometimes, but, but I think that that once I gain that money and I trust me I did I'm actually going to um, Halloween Horror Nights this year I'm I'm so glad I, I get to do that spending time with some friends and then also going back to Universal it's been a while I've been there since March but that was just for the um, a taste of Universal now I could finally go on rides and that sort of the thing but I finally get to have time with friends and family um, at the theme park, but I just have to be patient, and some people are struggling, they're working hard, so that they can maintain that happiness, that sort of thing, I think that the the less I do those extraordinary, extraordinary things, the more humble I, you know, I could learn, like, you know, or gain that I'm trying to collect words. I'm trying to be more humble with my uh, with my money, and I'm just trying to embrace the things that I have and what I'm thankful for. I'm just happy to be alive. I'm I'm glad that I could support myself, and if I could support my family just a little bit, then then that's great. So I embrace that freedom right now. Like I was searching for a job and. And now that I thought about it, I, I didn't want that job because I already have a job. Um, am I getting paid enough? No, but like, but at the same time, it's like, you know, it's enough for me to, it's enough for me to support myself. And that other job, I just think it will interfere with the, the freedom that I have. And I won't have time to explore the things that I want. And I want to do the things that I want to do. So, Yeah. I, I really love freedom. I really love freedom, or at least free time. I really love my free time. And if I have to work, I'll have to work. But I just love the time that I have with myself and with my friends and family. And I wouldn't trade that ever. So it just so happens that I need to figure out or, you know, how to spend with my money wisely. So, yeah. <laughs> 
All right, so that is it for today. Thank you so much for listening. If you like this podcast, click follow whatever podcast services you are listening to this to. Share this podcast to anyone you know. It really means a lot. It really helps a lot. And a, a huge announcement. I have my official My Culture Mind Instagram. Yes, that is out right now. If you search up at My Culture Mind, if you see uh, at, uh, the My Culture Mind with Shawnee Boy um, logo, that is it go subscribe to that, uh, or follow that, <laughs> and, um, I, I will be posting, you know, just some, like, random memes, but also, um, I'll post some announcements of, like, upcoming episodes, I will also, um, you know, add some IGTV videos, for example, I am going to Halloween Horror Nights and Universal, and, and I'll be recording some of my experiences there, so, and maybe some some videos about you know my cosplay, um, you know there's just stuff that I have in mind like you know some projects for my social media page or my Instagram page. So keep an eye on that. So yeah, go follow that. Um, I'm really excited to see a lot um, more followers on there, and hopefully, and if there are more followers there, hopefully they could stay tuned for the podcast, so yeah, anyways, uh, so long, farewell, take care, bye-bye.